0: Hey there, welcome to the Kitchen Sink Podcast. I'm Camille, and this is the podcast for women that wanna create a dream kitchen without stress and costing a fortune. If you like no fluff, tell it like it is, remodeling advice from a cabinet maker with over 30 years experience, then you are in the right place. I am so glad you're here, let's dive in. Alright guys, today we are finally making my goat cheese ice cream, which I've been talking about for quite some time. Um, I love this recipe. I've been making ice cream for quite a few years, and I've tried a lot of different recipes, but I'm finally down to this recipe, which I love. It's fairly simple, it's fairly inexpensive, and it's pretty quick to whip up. So uh, I will make the caveat that I'm using an ice cream maker. So in the past, uh, for quite a few years, I've just done it where I've frozen it and then sort of scraped it, but with this recipe specifically, I will be pouring this into an ice cream maker. And I'll have a link to the one that I use, so you guys can buy it if you'd like. Uh, and I, I love it. It makes it super quick and easy. So if people come over, uh, I can whip up fresh ice cream really quickly in about 15 minutes. So uh, the basic concept that we're making is what's called an ice cream base. So if you've ever just made ice cream from either with eggs or um, with sometimes condensed milk, um, you need to, but it's a different way of doing it, right? And so this is, does not include any eggs, and does not cl- include condensed milk. So the ingredients are fairly simple and straightforward, but what it is doing is creating this ice cream base. This is the base that has the sweetness in it, and then this is gonna get chilled, and as soon as it's down to about half of its temperature, um, I would basically then pour it into my ice cream machine. So I'm gonna do this recording in two sections i'm going to make the base and sort of talk about a little bit about the history of ice cream making which i think is actually really interesting and um and then that's going to cool and so while that liquid is cooling so typically i will make this base i don't know once every two weeks and i just have it in a container it's liquid and i have it chilled right in my refrigerator and then i can just pull that out at any point and dump it into my ice cream maker and whip up a batch of fresh ice cream So this one specifically is called goat cheese ice cream with, I'm going to do blackberry, so uh, blackberry and crushed uh, graham crackers. So it's going to taste like blackberry cheesecake. I know it doesn't seem like it, uh, but I can tell you I've given this to a lot of friends and family. My husband tells me it's the absolute best ice cream he's ever ever had in his life. Uh, So if you don't like goat cheese or you're like, I've never even had goat cheese, don't worry about it it will taste like cheesecake. That's basically what this ice cream tastes like. And then you can add any kind of things to the base of it that you want. So uh, I'm gonna start off with, there's there's only a few ingredients for the actual base, which we're gonna heat up. And what we're doing is dissolving the sugar into the milk is what we're doing, okay? So it is half a cup of granulated sugar, two tablespoons of dry milk powder, uh, which is just like that carnation instant dry milk that you could mix up I think for a baby. I'm not sure if anybody does that anymore. Uh, A quarter teaspoon of xanthan gum. Xanthan gum is a little powder that basically is a little bit of a thickening agent and it's gonna keep the ice cream from being, um, it's gonna make it a little bit lighter, a little bit more whipped feeling. A tablespoon of light corn syrup, Uh, one and a half cups of whole milk and one and a third cups of heavy cream. So we're gonna mix, we're gonna do everything except for the heavy cream. We don't want the cream to get warm, so we're gonna put the cream in at the very end, so I keep it in my refrigerator. And then right before I add it to the refrigerator to cool the entire thing down as quickly as possible, I add that last heavy cream. All right, so I'm going to, in a bowl, I just have a simple bowl here, I'm gonna add my half cup of sugar, okay, just granulated white sugar. I've got my two tablespoons of dry milk powder. And I got this recipe from someone that makes ice cream for a living. So this is their recipe. So two tablespoons. Sometimes I actually add a little bit more. And again, once you buy it, like you can make tons of ice cream with this. It's a can. This can is a, um, is a eight ounce can. Yeah. Eight ounce can. And I mean, it's, going to last me forever. And then we've got, um, I use organic light corn syrup. And again, this just adds with the texture. And this is what um, ice cream makers do. So, and so I'm just setting that to the side. I'm setting my corn syrup to the side. All right. And then my xanthan gum. Okay. So a little tiny bit of xanthan gum. And it just adds with all right, so that's, that's that. So I'm just gently mixing together those dry ingredients, right? And I've got my corn syrup sitting to the side. Okay, so dry ingredients first. Whip that up. Super easy. Now I'm going to put my cup and a half of milk in a saucer. Okay. So cup and a half of milk. Regular whole milk. We do not want... Um, We don't want the light stuff for this, right? We're gonna do it. And so right before I actually put my corn syrup into the pan, um, so I'm gonna bring my microphone over just a little bit. I'm over by my stove now. So I put my corn syrup in the bottom of my pan and now I'm gonna add my inch and a half, or sorry, (laughs) inch and a half, cup and a half of milk. Okay, there we go. I'm gonna light my stove. And I'm going to do medium-high because I'm going to be standing right here. And the goal is to just very quickly basically melt that corn syrup into the milk, right, really quickly. So I'm just whisking. And then I'm going to dump in, um, you know, kind of dumps it, I don't know, half a cup at a time of this sugar mixture, right, this dry sugar mixture, which has white sugar, the um, powdered milk, right, instant milk, and the xanthan powder okay so i can see my corn syrup is melted so now what I'm gonna do is add in i'm just gonna dump in so it really does take like i don't know less than 10 minutes so i just dumped in half my sugar my dry sugar mix and i'm just gonna keep whiskey and we just Uh, All we want is we do not want it to simmer. We definitely do not want it to boil. We're just trying to get the sugar crystals to just melt into the milk. That's it. So it's quite fast. Well, it's like 10 minutes. It's just long enough for me to tell you the story of, of ice cream. Okay, so now I'm putting in the rest of the sugar mixture, the dry sugar. And I'm just gonna stand here. And for me, all I do actually, is I just kind of like let it sit for a little bit, I don't know, 20 seconds or so. And I just tip the pan, just have a little, and I can just tip the pan and I can see the sugar crystals on the bottom. You can actually see them still on the bottom. So I just know kind of, my heat's on about a medium high. Uh, If you do it too low, you'll literally be here forever, (laughs) The sugar will take a long time to dissolve. So uh, I'm just gonna leave it sit for a little bit and um, I'll just keep checking it. I keep tipping it to see if it's, if the sugar crystals are dissolved on the bottom. And uh, so, it's, so it's definitely not a type of walk away situation. You wanna keep, I'm just looking at the bottom. Keep tipping it. You can also, if you're not sure, you can um, get a spoon. Right, and kind of dip a spoon and then let it let the milk drip off, and you'll see the sugar crystals. You'll see that they're not um, dissolved yet. All right, so let me tell you a little bit about ice cream. I think this is like a really fascinating story. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever been to Philadelphia, but Philadelphia is a really interesting city, right? It's got a lot, a ton of history. And one of the things about Philadelphia is it's got a lot of history in the culinary, um, culinary you know realm right it was basically one of the early gourmet it's basically where gourmet food came from it's one of the in in the united states and the whole northern northeast and the reason for that is because of all the um black slaves that were there so most uh you know philadelphia is where people black people could live free right free slaves and uh like frederick Douglass and harriet tubman right they were emancipated they lived as free uh, free, you know, free, free slaves. Well, they were never slaves, right? They were free. Free men. Hold on, let me check my milk real quick. I'm gonna get, no do wanna get too distracted here. Okay, yep, there we go. So, sugar is dissolved. So, it's it's pretty warm, so I'm just gonna let it sit there for a little bit. And and then, all we're gonna do is, at the very last minute, pour in our uh, itch. Um, one and a third cups of heavy cream and that mixture will just kind of mix it back and forth a little bit and then we're going to set that inside the refrigerator so that's literally what we're doing that is our ice cream base and to that ice cream base when i actually am ready to make the ice cream right then i'm going to mix that with the goat cheese so i'm not going to mix the goat cheese in just yet that ice cream base has to cool all the way down and the reason for that is because we have to have the sugar not be crystallized or you won't get that really beautiful, fluffy, scoopy ice cream, right? It'll be, it'll be crystallized. It'll be icy. So we have to melt the sugar into the ma- the milk base first. Then when we're ready to actually mix it, we mix that cold, sweet milk with cold, with uh, room temperature cream uh, goat cheese. And then we just dump that immediately into the ice cream maker and it makes the ice cream. Okay, so... So Thomas Jefferson, um, Thomas Jefferson had a very, very famous chef. And so there was a lot of famous caterers, black caterers who created a lot of um, things in Philadelphia. And so the first person to bring over ice cream recipes uh, was, a, was a black chef called James, his name was James Hemings. And Thomas Jefferson, he was Thomas Jefferson's chef, his cook. He sent James to France for five years to learn French culinary techniques. And so when James came back after five years, he brought five recipes of ice cream with him, five different vanilla recipes. And, um, and so he became kind of famous for that. Uh, Jefferson became famous for ice cream, even though it was really James Hemming's recipe because clearly Thomas Jefferson was not cooking his own food. Um, and so that's one example of where ice cream came from. And then in addition to what was happening in Philadelphia, there was lots and lots of very, very famous black caterers who, um, who became wealthy because they ran catering businesses. Right. And so they funneled their wealth into black college. They created all these black schools and colleges and they financed the war and they did a whole bunch of stuff with their wealth because they were so successful, uh, cooking and they invented a lot of interesting things. And um, they created guilds. So there was like, you know, becoming a chef as a black chef was, you know, incredibly lucrative. And um, it was, it's just really interesting where that came from. And it actually kind of started a lot of the, of the cooking scene of luxury cooking in the Northeast. And so like New York and um, all these different places, a lot of those recipes, a lot of that work came from black caterers that was created inside of Philadelphia. And so, you know, it, I just think that's super interesting. And so one of um, George Washington's uh, chef, cook, uh, his name was Hercules, and he was a black chef, and he also did a lot of things. So there's all these really interesting, you know, things in history that you don't, you don't really hear that side of, <laughs> of America, right? Um, and so another really thing that I thought was that I really love telling people is that um, Alfred Crawley was the first black man to have a patent. And he was the one who invented the ice cream scoop. And uh, so he's an example, another example of a black caterer that used to work in Philadelphia who then went on to work in soda, soda sto- shops and he created an ice cream scoop that we now use today. And a lot of these um, black caterers created a lot of, had a lot of patents. They were inventors. They created a lot of the things that we use in the kitchen today came from them because they were the original people that were cooking for all these you know, rich people, right? So they invented a lot of things that hadn't been done before. So it's pretty interesting. Um, if you wanna look this up, I'll put a link to uh, a couple of books, but one of my favorites is, is a woman, Tanya Hopkins. She's a culinary historian. And it's just fascinating. I mean, it's about food, but it's about food in the country and where a lot of these things came from. So um, you, know, you can thank Alfred Crawley for the ice cream scoop that we still use today and um the actual person who created ice cream like we eat now uh james Hemings brought ice cream to the united states from france the concept of it and um the person who kind of revolutionized it on top of him was a black hater, um named augustus jackson and so augustus jackson was the one who created the ability to make ice cream without eggs okay so he created this very creamy luxurious ice cream that wasn't as hard, right, as some of the ones made with eggs. So um, I think that's pretty cool that we can thank Augustus for that. So he also invented having lots and lots of flavors. So if you want to look up his history, it's fascinating. He was a very successful black caterer in Philadelphia, had a huge company, huge catering company, and he kind of revolutionized the food scene. Uh, he would be what we would consider now like a you know a food network star. And he created a lot of things that we still use to this day. And, um, you know, so I just thought, here's to you, Augustus, and all these other men who created all this incredible stuff that we now still use today. So that is is, uh, where ice cream comes from in the United States. All right, so now I'm going to take that pot of very warm, sweet milk, (laughs) okay? And then I'm gonna quickly Pour in my heavy whipped cream and I want a cup and a third. So a cup and a third. And again, you want it to be cold. Cup and a third. We're just going to quickly kind of incorporate that, mix that around just a little bit so the Sweet milk that we've already warmed up, cools down. It's kind of tempered quickly with the cold cream. And that is our ice cream base. So it's incredibly quick. And then another little tip from ice cream makers is I'm pouring it into a very simple, like a lunch meat Tupperware, very thin skinned Tupperware. Um, And that's because when it goes into the refrigerator or I'm actually gonna pour mine in the refrigerator or the freezer first, just to cool it down, but not freeze it, I'm not trying to freeze it. I'm just gonna pour this very carefully, sorry. It's very hot, it's very warm. All right, so I just poured that into my Tupperware and I'm using a lunch meat Tupperware. And you want the thin skinned sides of this plastic. And the reason for that is because we want this to cool down as quickly as possible. And uh, we don't wanna use glass, we don't wanna use metal. It's actually counterintuitive. Lots of things I've learned about making ice cream now. Um, for instance, ice actually cools ice cream down. So never pack your ice cream, never put this container near ice because ice cream is actually colder than ice. And uh, so ice, if you, put, if you put ice cream near your ice, it will actually melt your ice cream. I know, it seems kind of crazy. So one second, I'm gonna put this in my freezer. Chill this down. All right, so I put it in the very back because I'm trying to chill it quickly, and I'm going to put it in the refrigerator for later today. And um, I'll, on the next recording, I'm going to make the, ice cr- the actual ice cream in the maker. Uh, so when you put ice cream in a refrigerator, you don't want it near the front. You don't want it around ice. You actually want it in the very back of the fridge where it, and, and not surrounded by a lot of things if you're making homemade ice cream. Okay, so now what I'm gonna do is just two little things quickly. I'm gonna crush up. So I'm using um, Boul Maman blackberry preserves. Now, a lot of times I will actually make my own jam, but I do not feel like doing it today. So if anybody wants suggestions on making jam from scratch, it's actually not very hard to do. I just didn't feel like doing it today. So I'm using, um, oh my God, that's good. Beaumont's blackberry preserves. It's a little bit thicker. So that's what I'm gonna be layering this goat cheese ice cream with. And I'm gonna be um, putting in some graham cracker cracker crumbs. So it's gonna taste like blackberry uh, cheesecake, right? Blackberry graham cracker cheesecake. Oh my gosh, going to get this thing open. So I'm gonna just crush a little bit of this up here. because I'm gonna be layering this later. So I just put mine in a Ziploc bag, like a sandwich Ziploc bag. And these are the honey the honey ones, the honey crisp ones. I don't like cinnamon graham crackers. So I don't like, well, I don't think it goes in this recipe. And I'm just kind of crushing it with my hand. Little bit of a jar here. Not too small because they'll disappear in the ice cream. So you kind of want a little bit. There we go. Just the right amount. Just the right size that they don't disappear. They kind of hold up, but not too big. Then I'm going to get a huge chunk of graham cracker. Okay, done. So we have our base done. It's cooling. We have our graham crackers done. The jam I'm already done. And that's it. I'm gonna clean up a tiny bit. And um, on the next recording, I'm gonna bring it back. We're gonna pour that stuff into the ice cream maker. It's gonna churn for about 15 minutes and um, it's gonna be gorgeous, right? It's gonna be absolutely lovely. So talk to you guys soon. Great kitchen design and incredible functionality should not cost an arm and a leg. That's why I created Kitchen Remodel Rockstar, a membership group exclusive for women that's affordable, honest, and direct. For just $97 a month, we help you explore all those choices running around in your head like how big is a granite slab and which color should I pick? Is porcelain better than stainless steel and what will it cost? Should I buy a farmhouse sink in single or double bowl? Or maybe what type of cabinets should I buy? Should I buy custom? Should I do a reface? I'm really lost, right? And finally, how do I even figure out the ideal cabinet layout? Well, that and so much more is what we cover inside of KRR. It's like kitchen therapy. Because let's face it, planning a kitchen remodel is stressful. So many decisions to make, it's hard to know who to trust. And that's where I come in. Look, my program has helped over 10,000 women across the country create their own kitchen system that blends high-end functionality with gorgeous design without overdrafting your checking account. So jump on in today and let's see how we can help you get your dream kitchen for less stress and money. Just like Jessica, quote, I can't believe how much I learned already. This was worth the cost and it's been two days. I am so excited to start exploring countertop options now. My anxiety is completely gone. Thank you. Thank you for this group. So, hey, I really want to add your story one day and I hope you join because this is a safe and affordable place for women just like you to explore what they want to create in their dream kitchen and get straightforward answers in real time. Just think for $97, there's no more waiting or wondering if you're making the right decision. Now you will feel confident in every single choice and know that you have created the best dream kitchen you can for you. I hope to see you inside the club today. Go over to krr.com to sign up. That's kitchenremodelrockstar.com today.